0: Welcome to the Life Launch Podcast. My name is Heather Borsma. I'm a certified business coach who helps mama entrepreneurs double their business with more heart and less hustle. Want to learn how? Let's go. Welcome back to the Life Launch Podcast, everyone. I'm so glad that you're here hanging out with us. We have Lauren Clausen with us and she is the Owner and designer of Studio 16, and she's going to share her business launch story. So, we're talking about when it was just an idea, when it was just a dream in her heart, to (laughs) now it is an actual full blown business. Thanks so much for being here, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me, Heather. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, me too. So, something kind of fun for those listening is that Lauren was actually my very first. One on one client that I ever had.
1: That's so crazy to me because I never would have thought, with how well everything was going and just how experienced you were and how helpful you were, I never would have thought I was your first client.
0: Yeah, you were the first official one on one client in my business. I think I had done a little bit of like coaching some people, but it was my first time where I was like, this is a package and this is official. And like, yeah, so that I always think fondly of that time because it was just like the, you know, the beginnings of my business really. And I remember at the time you had this dream of owning your own business. Can you tell me a little bit about what the dream was then? The dream, it felt so...
1: It felt so far away, so unattainable at the time. And I'd had this dream probably since my husband, my now husband and I had moved in together. We were engaged and we moved in uh, six months before our wedding. And he had just finished renovating his house. And I moved in and I started to decorate and do all that stuff. And I looked over at him one day and I said, how amazing would it be if we did this for a living? you i design and you build and he kind of laughed because he was the teacher at the time and just starting out in his career with that and he was quite passionate about it so it was kind of in one year out the other i just also kind of told myself that maybe it is a bit of a pipe dream you know i'll put that one off to the side and just carry on with life we've come quite a long way since then
0: so <laughs> yeah i'll say at that stage when it was just a dream you design he builds How did you feel? Like, what were the emotions that you experienced when you thought about that dream?
1: Well, the emotions I experienced were excitement. I also experienced though, I'll be honest, experienced a lot of self doubt. Mm. A lot of, okay, I know I would love this. I know it would be like, you know, a dream come true, but I don't know how to get there. There was a lot of doubt wrapped up in this dream. Um, and because he had another career that he loved, I kind of just put it on the back burner and, and pushed forward with things that were more so expected of me, you know, the shoulds Mm. of, of my life at that time. And so when I did let myself think about it, it almost made me a little sad because I Mm. told myself at that point, that's not going to
0: happen. Hmm. I think that's so powerful because I'm imagining there's a lot of women listening to this who have that same feeling right now. Like they think about a dream that they have in their heart for a business or a book or, you know, something that they want to start. And even though there is excitement of like, what could be, there's also this fear of not being the person for the job or sadness of like, it's just not going to happen. That's really relatable. At that point, were you doing anything to kind of actively pursue that dream?
1: No. Um, at that point, I'd say I was probably the most lost in my life. I'd probably ever been. If I'm really being honest, you know, I'd met the man I knew I wanted to marry and those things in my life were falling into place. But when it came to the thought of a career and who I really was, what I was really meant for, I felt so clueless, lost. Mm. There were a lot of expectations put on me growing up. And mm. so I really fell into those expectations and everything felt like an obligation. I wasn't mm. excited about working. I wasn't excited about my future in that sense. I just, I just wanted to be able to pay the bills and I was putting one foot in front of the other, but I really had no direction at all
0: what were some of those expectations like you mentioned you kind of grew up feeling like there was expectations for you well I
1: actually my parents were entrepreneurs so my dad my mom had a lot of creative dreams that I guess I could say she put on hold to um, take care of us and help my dad with his business which became you know their business and so going through what I'm going through now with my husband which is you know the challenges of running a business kind of from nothing, building it from nothing into something um, puts a lot of stress on a marriage and it puts a lot of stress on the on the finances. And so I think for, for them, they just wanted me to have an education that would be a guaranteed future, you know, pension, mm-hmm. all those things. And so they really pushed me, not so much they, my mom wasn't so much vocal about it, but my dad really pushed me into, you know, you should be a nurse, you should be you know, you should be in the medical field, you should have a pension, you should have security. And I took those things quite seriously. I knew I didn't want to be those things. But I definitely felt the pressure of maybe I just should do what they're telling me. Right. Uh, But you know, it's funny how things work out. Because I did go to school for not to be a nurse, but I ended up going for dental assisting and halfway through, I did really well in the course and halfway through, I knew it wasn't for me. I didn't want to pursue it, but I'd committed to something. And so along with my now husband and some advice from parents, they said, you've started, so you need to finish and see it through. And so even though I knew six months in that it was not for me, I saw it through for another five years. Wow. postponed (laughs) what I'm doing now, Hmm. which is what I believe I've always meant to do, been meant to do. So just sometimes you have to go through all of those hurdles to get to the right answer.
0: But yeah. What was the point at which you went from having this just as a dream, doing all the things that were expected in the meantime to actually taking a step towards making that dream a reality?
1: Oh, well, this, how and how detailed do you want me to be? <laughs>
0: <laughs> as detailed as you want.
1: Oh, well, um, to give a little background, I do have a history of, um, I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder at a very young age. You know, I was definitely prone to, if I got too stressed or overwhelmed, to shutting down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was working through those things at the same time as having children and, uh, you know take postpartum and just becoming a mom for the first time and put it all together with everything else. And it was a perfect storm for some really, really dark thoughts that um, I didn't know if I'd ever get through. You know, I, I looked at my life and I saw all the good in it. But at the same time, every day getting up and going to a job I hated just to get a paycheck that barely covered the bills. And then the emotional backlash of all of those things that I didn't know how to cope through it was pretty awful. I didn't want to wake up in the mornings anymore. Mm-hmm. So, when that thought popped into my head, that's when I was like, okay, something's really got to change. And I started looking at my whole life what needs to change? What needs to improve? What do I need to do different? And that's when I started seeking a life coach because. Everything I, you know, I'd been through therapy, I'd been through all those types of things through some family stuff that had gone on in earlier earlier years. So I I was familiar with therapists and and how they work. So I wanted to try something different. And you popped up into my search engine. And everything that you stood for and all all the things that you were aligned with really spoke to me. And so I thought, you know, this this seems like something I need to do to really take charge of what my dreams are and make a change because I didn't know I didn't know what the tools were. I, I didn't know if I had them. <laughs> and I didn't definitely didn't know how to use them. So um when I found you, that's I'd say when I started taking some action, it was amazing what I uncovered from from that and and what it led
0: to. Mhm. What was the piece of that work that really helped you to unlock the dream? Because I just want everyone to know that it's not like you just decided one day, I'm going to start my business. And then you just started doing it. Like you did a lot of internal work. Oh, I did so much. So could you like describe a little bit what that was like for you from your perspective, the work that you had to do to unlock the dream,
1: unlocking the dream came down to unlocking the mindset, realizing that I was literally the only thing standing in my own way.
0: Wow.
1: And I realized that then everything started to all of the shoulds and the beliefs and the doubts and everything just kind of started to cut like crumble down, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't have anything to stand on anymore. When I realized that I, I could make a choice that everything, as long as I had the support system in my life that I needed, which I did with within my marriage and my family, then I could make I could make those changes and I could mm-hmm. take those steps towards the future I wanted because wow. we, we get so convinced whether it's our upbringing or, you know, whatever else we get stuck in this way of thinking and we don't even know that it's not healthy until mm-hmm. it becomes, until it's compared to something else. Right. And then you start to, you start to notice, you know, poke holes in in all of these things that you once used to stand strongly behind and once I started poking those holes it was like there was a whole new world behind that that was the key it was the mindset for sure Hmm. rewiring the brain and just telling myself every day the opposite of what I'd been telling myself
0: Hmm. Um,
1: for anyone listening it was not easy it took oh it took what felt like forever to mm. get to a place where it felt natural to believe those things, and it mm-hmm. felt it felt like it was really
0: who I was. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple of things there that you said that I just want to highlight. At the beginning, you said unlocking the dream was about unlocking the mindset, and I'm like, whoa, that's such a good <laughs> one. I'm curious. You could give an example of a thought that you believed previous and what you believe now.
1: I told myself for far too long that I wasn't capable of the dream I wanted, that I wasn't smart enough, that I wasn't professional enough, hmm. that I didn't have the certifications to back me up. Therefore, I was not allowed to proceed. But I had something different. I had experience. I had hands-on lifelong experience in the design world and so i never gave that any credit i started confirming what was true and stopped acknowledging what wasn't true that's when i started to build myself up and and really have the confidence to take those steps to take action because without confidence you struggle to take action without taking action you're not going to get anywhere mm-hmm.
0: so that for me was was a big shift hmm yeah And so in that journey, once you, we started coaching together, and I think when we were coaching together, you, you certainly didn't start your business in that time, right? No, I found it. I was pregnant. (laughs) Right, right. Baby number
1: three. Baby number three. I was about to start making some big changes and I was even looking at taking, um, going back to school. Right. And then, uh, those two pink lines popped up on the stick and. And then, you know, then there was a small setback, but I had already signed up with you. So, so I felt like my mental setbacks of like, oh, well now I'm pregnant. So now I really can't proceed. Right. That it was so good that you were already in my life at that point, because I think we worked through a lot of that together. And I actually ended up accomplishing so much more than I could have imagined while being pregnant and then on a mat leave.
0: Yeah, that's right. And then how long after all that did you start your business? As soon as my
1: baby turned one, I officially launched my Cozy and Clover design business.
0: Amazing. That's so cool. So from the first conception of the idea, how many years to starting it? I'd say it was like a a solid 10 years of thought to execution. So many of us feel like we're behind, whether you have a business yet or not. It's very easy to feel like we should be further along. We look around and where everybody else is at and think, oh, had I started 10 years ago, had I started whatever. And it's so easy to think that everyone else is doing it better and hasn't had to wait as long and has had more success. And I think there needs to be more stories told of the real life behind the business and the success. And that is that there was 10 years of waiting. And that there was years of having to do work on yourself internally so that when you did start, you could create something that was healthy and that was sustainable and that wasn't going to spin you out back into that place that you had been in before. And I really want to like normalize that, that it takes way longer <laughs> than we think it's going to take and is way harder. Would you agree with that? <laughs> I would 110%
1: agree with that. And I also believe it's important to normalize because it's it's not a pretty process in a lot of ways. Mm. There's there's tears and there's mm. doubt and there's struggle and hardship. and, But if you just keep working at it, if you don't give up on yourself and if you keep your eyes on the prize, you'll get there. I mean, I... I started making so many little changes at first, even just to my social feed of like who I followed and why I followed them. I just completely revamped and everything became about design. Everything. Mm. Yeah. Uh, If I wasn't learning from it or able to incorporate it somehow into my own design work, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to it. Mm. Everything became educational and it was those little steps that I started taking that really started to help me stay focused. Hmm. Um, you know, I, it, it was hard because I've always been someone who's very social and I love to go out and be with my friends, but I had to really start becoming strict with myself and my agenda. Gone were the days of just blowing off four hours for no good reason. Everything hmm. had to have a purpose so that I could hmm. reach a goal. Yeah. So I lost friendships and, Mm -hmm. you know, missed out on things, but I don't regret it because it all led me to where I am now and I'm better for it. Mm -hmm. So lots of internal work that had to come first. Otherwise, the
0: business would never have come. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when you're saying things like, you know, having to become more focused and having to sacrifice really for what you wanted most, if you hadn't done that internal work, that probably would have been a lot harder, right? Because you would have been like, well, what what are they going to think of me? And what is this going to mean about who I am? And I mean, all that people-pleasing really has to go out the window if you want to truly like dive into the entrepreneurship journey. Because people aren't going to understand. People aren't going to always get what you're talking about and why you're doing the things that you're doing. Have you experienced any of that? Oh, yeah.
1: A lot. Unless now that we've started to become more established. Now people are starting to get it. <laughs> right. In the beginning, um a lot of people were confused and a lot of people didn't even know what was going on because I just became so focused on what was in front of me, I just blocked everything else out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, right? Then it started to create a name for itself. <laughs> so tell me about where the business is at today. Well, when we had first met, I was telling you about how my husband was never going to quit his job. He was never going to join me in this. My husband was raised in the trades and was self-taught how to do all of it. So when we were getting married, he was refining his own skills, flipping houses and tiling and learning how to do everything. And fast forward to now, he has completely blown me out of the water with his craftsmanship and how skilled he's become in his trade. And he was always passionate about it. So that was my struggles because I'd see him work 40 hours a week teaching. And then he would schedule little side jobs for renovations, evenings and weekends. And he'd work every single summer, never took one of them off. And I looked at him, I said, how, you know, you're so lucky that you have two things that you're this passionate about. Where do you want to end up? So when he realized that teaching would only take him so far and he would reach a ceiling, he could never go beyond that. I think that was what it was for him. He very much like me in the sense that we want to continually grow. We want to always improve on ourselves and on our skill set. And and we want to see how far we can get. And mm-hmm. when he realized that, you know, it might be hard at first, but life could be so much more. Um, if we just took it into our own hands, that's, that was kind of it for him. So he, he ended up resigning from a wonderful teaching career after 15 plus years and he hasn't looked back. And so now you guys work together and we work together. We, we, uh, cozy and Clover designs became my little side gig. We, um, renamed his renovation company and we incorporated it. It's now studio 16 Inc., we have an employee, and things are getting busy.
0: <laughs> yeah, crazy. So, and so you're still designing, and he's building.
1: I do all the designing. He does all the building, and then um, our project manager is. You know, we we really couldn't do it without him. He does everything, everything in between, and more. So yeah, we're all team, but we're
0: um, we're doing it, and it's going really, really well. That's amazing. Now that you're living the dream. What's the biggest <laughs> challenge now? Um, becoming
1: the best in your in your field—that's mm-hmm. the challenge because you're living the dream, but now now you're refining it. Now oh. you're you're constantly tweaking. Okay, what do we need to do next to be better? So you know you reach your goal, but you never really reach your goal because mm-hmm. the goal the goalpost keeps moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think the d- most difficult part is just growing at a good pace so that Mm -hmm. you're never overextending yourself physically emotionally financially finding that family time because that was always my biggest goal was having time for the kids and if I worked Mm -hmm. for myself I could make my own time Mm -hmm. so um but when you are starting from scratch um Sometimes you just have to put in those crazy, crazy hours. And we've done that for the last year, but it's starting to get easier.
0: For someone listening who has a dream in their heart to launch a business, or they have a business, but they want to launch something new or take what they're doing to the next level, what would be your encouragement to them?
1: My encouragement would be to be kind to yourself and just remember that these things take time and that you are capable. I think the biggest thing for me was I kept I was so hard on myself. Mm. Um, I wish I'd been a little bit kinder. If you aren't your number one fan, you can't expect other people to be.
0: So I think yeah. you have to you have to be your number one fan and you have to keep showing up for yourself. It's so good. And I think that's so much of what coaching is, right? It's learning to be your number one fan, learning to be kind to yourself, learning to actually have a relationship of support with yourself. I know for me, I didn't know how to do those things. Like it sounds really nice, but I was like, what does that actually mean? What does that actually look like until I hired a coach and I started doing that work myself. If you are doing that and you can figure that out on your own, amazing. And if you can't reach out, there is support to be able to learn. Those are skills you can learn, right?
1: Yeah. I had to learn. I had to relearn and learn how to love myself. Mm -hmm. And through the methods that you taught me, just how to recognize what emotional state you're in. That was huge too, because Mm -hmm. it's not meant to feel easy, especially if you're going for a big dream and you already feel like it's out of reach, then you have to really just be patient with yourself because it's, it's not going to be easy. And I think that's a big thing is people think, well, if I just start making the changes, it'll get easier. Mm. Sometimes it gets harder, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but don't don't be discouraged by that because then something happens in within yourself or within your business that just blows you away and you think, okay, this is why I'm here. This is why
0: I'm doing this. Yeah. So good. Where can people find you if they want to connect?
1: Well, people can find us on social media. So we are on Instagram under Studio 16 Inc. And then we do have a website, www.studio16inc.com.
0: So good. Well, thanks for taking the time to share about your business launch story and journey. It's been so fun to watch from the outside. I, the other day I was just like, oh my gosh, I remember four years ago when this was just a conversation that we were having to like, now it's a full blown business and you're doing it with your husband. And it's just been so fun to watch. So well, thank you, Heather. It's been really fun to experience and I'm glad that I got to start it off with you. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heartless hustle message into the hands of more women. And if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out Life Launch. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at Heather Borsman. Dot .com we'll see you next week